changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. And today I'm going to introduce you to our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Messages from Heaven and Other Miracles. I'm going to share 18 different stories from the book with you over the next couple of months. And I think you'll be amazed, inspired, and comforted by them. Because what they prove is that when we lose people we love, our connections with them don't have to end. A lot of people eagerly look for signs from their loved ones after they pass. You've probably heard those stories from friends and family. Sometimes they seem like a stretch, but sometimes they don't. Today I'm going to share a couple of stories from people who report on the signs they got and whether they were coincidences or something more, they make for great storytelling. In our first story, Julie Ryan Holderbaum tells us about her husband, Mike. He worked in a job that caused him to encounter hundreds of rubber bands every day. So he would shove them in his pockets and bring them home. After Julie started complaining about the piles of rubber bands he would leave on the counter every night, he started putting them in brown paper bags and saving them that way. Just two years into their marriage, when their daughter was not even a year old, Mike was diagnosed with cancer. He wasn't able to work as much, and he brought home a lot fewer rubber bands. And then he died, and Julie found herself really missing those rubber bands. She kept all the bags that he had filled with rubber bands. And then Julie and her family began finding rubber bands in the oddest places. About three months after Mike died, Julie found a big, thick rubber band, just like the kind he had brought home from work so many times. It was lying on her bathroom counter, but there was absolutely no reason for it to be there. It brought Julie some comfort, and it made her laugh out loud for the first time in a long time. Then, a few weeks later, she found a rubber band hanging from the knob of the cabinet above the stove. She was flabbergasted. It made no sense. How would a rubber band get there? Since then, rubber bands have popped up in her path in the most unusual places, in a clothes hamper, on her mom's dining room table, on Julie's desk at school after summer vacation, on the deck of a cruise ship in the Caribbean, on a street in New York City. Julie found the New York City rubber band a few years after Mike died when she was crossing a busy street in Times Square She was in New York for a work conference, and the two colleagues who were crossing the street with her thought she was nuts when she picked up that dirty, wet rubber band from the street. Years later, Julie and her now teenage daughter found a rubber band on a path on a golf course. They were there for Julie's wedding to the new man in her life, Nick. They were out taking wedding photos when Julie saw the big, thick rubber band Why it was in the middle of a golf cart path in the middle of a golf course was a mystery. But Julie and her daughter smiled when they saw that rubber band. And Julie tucked it into her bouquet, confident that Mike was giving her the thumbs up on her new marriage. Julie says, to anyone else, rubber bands are second only to duct tape and the myriad ways in which they can be utilized. They are useful. They are practical. They hold things together. To me, Rubber bands are beautiful. They are magical. They held the pieces of my broken heart together until it was healed enough to love again. And now rubber bands remind me that even though people die, 
Love never does. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. So Julie took great comfort from all those rubber bands that appeared in strange places, especially on the day she was moving forward and remarrying. In another story from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Messages from Heaven and Other Miracles, Julia Gosiva tells us about another mysterious appearance. It was the first summer after her grandfather died, and now it was just 10-year-old Julia and her grandmother when Julia visited her grandparents' cottage. Julia was staying with her grandmother, and her parents came for a visit. Her grandmother was making lunch for everyone. She was frying onions and potatoes. Fried potatoes with mushrooms had always been her grandfather's favorite dish. But her grandmother said she didn't feel like going out to look for some wild mushrooms. So Julia and her grandmother went outside to tell her parents that lunch was ready, and they found them inspecting a rotten tree stump next to her grandfather's strawberry patch. The stump needs to go, Julia's dad said, explaining that rats or other animals might make a home in it. But Julia's grandmother said no. She said the tree had sentimental value, even though all that remained of it was a rotten stump. Call me silly, she said, but I feel like this stump connects me to grandpa. It was the tree we planted after we got married, and I really want to keep it. Well, then it started to rain. So they all went inside, and that rain continued until the next afternoon. And then the sun finally came out, and the family went back outside to the strawberry patch. And they found that something had changed. That tree stump looked very different. It was covered with little brown mushrooms. They grew from the cracks in the wood, right from that rotted-out area. Julia's grandmother said they were honey mushrooms, her husband's favorite kind. So now it was official. That tree stump was staying. And that night, the family had fried mushrooms for dinner. And for the rest of the summer, those mushrooms kept coming back after each rain. And Julia and her grandmother had fried potatoes, onions, and mushrooms on a regular basis, her grandfather's favorite dish, every time it rained. I'm Amy Newmark, and you've been listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the more than 2 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about this new book or pick up a copy at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever else you like to get your books. Come back for our next episode to hear two more stories from the book from a hospice nurse who has seen some pretty amazing things happen as she has cared for patients who died and then came back to take care of some unfinished business. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.